Hi everyone, I am Jeremy Reynolds, Money Coach from the Jeremy Reynolds Money Coach podcast. Uh, I'm here to give you daily money tips which are simple yet powerful and often overlooked when you're trying to secure the financial future that your goals are trying to meet. So in other words, I'm here to actually give you tidbits of information that can help you with working with your broker and then I would always recommend Alpha Finance Solutions as a preferred broker because they follow the principles, the systems and the ethics which are described in these videos. And they've gone through my in-depth mentoring program including the Getting Started in Finance course and uh, other relevant programs. So today I'm continuing on talking about first home buyers saving for their first home. And a bit of uh, repetition or review of going back from yesterday's session. I I talked about misconceptions of what particular savings that you may need when you're buying a home. And I used the example of where the borrower who's naive or and really getting information from whoever will, will give it and they're told uh, a generic term such as you're going to need a 10% deposit, a 5% deposit uh, and you go, there, okay fantastic so their first point of call is to think well first of all they don't actually even know what property they can afford because we've got to differentiate or one of the alpha brokers will differentiate between your two sets of costs, okay? And I call this uh, affordability, or upfront costs. So what funds do you actually need to get into the loan, to get the loan, secure the property? And then we've got serviceability and that's a really very much a bank term, but I like to say cash flow. So looking at what your future money is, your money available once you get the loan, and then smack right in the middle of that is what your current cash flow is without the loan, okay? So rather than rather than looking at the future cash flow as a first port of call, which a lot of brokers do, a lot of brokers go, well, you want this, this property, therefore let's actually put it in a serviceability calculator and work out your future cash flow and see if we can make it work so you can get that property. That's typical, but it's not ideal. We'll always still do this process and it's necessary to secure the finances, the loan for your home. However, what we should be really looking at initially is what your current cash flow situation is. In other words, what does your cash flow look like? Let's get a snapshot of your existing income and expenditure without the loan. And let's actually identify if there's any problems to solve before we get the loan, rather than trying to get the loan and then cause an accumulation or a multiplier of those problems. Because they'll become bigger if your finances are stretched. So this could be anything from poor spending habits it could be based on poor savings history, which is the savings history is linked to the affordability of having enough funds to get the loan. Rather than saying, well, let's we want this property, let's just try and squeeze things in, let's stretch them and try and make it work, we're very well looking at the finance saying, well, this, is, this could well be a disaster waiting to happen. 
So therefore we need to look at your current finances without the loan and identify whether it's a, a credit-based issue that we can help with, it could be to do with debts, or whether it's to do with, that could re require other financial help, and all of which would be made simple for you. So it could be looking at it saying, well, do we actually need to involve the accountant or tax agent, because there could be some tax issues, or there could be some budgeting issues, which is very much, we've got a fantastic, there's a fantastic budgeting program available with coaching and accountability and, and really excellent, simple to use software uh, through Fab Tax and Accounting. That's, that's fantastic. Rather than saying, well, let's fix these problems once you've got a loan, because the, the problem is if we, if we try and fix them after, and again, often that's the point of entry where you meet with myself or my team, but if we're meeting with you before this, let's actually try and get a clear plan to manage these issues before allowing them to accumulate with another debt, which is most likely going to be your biggest debt, a property added to it. So these things are key. The next point that I wanna make on is going back to my, because I do tend to go down the rabbit hole a little bit with these thoughts and then get a little bit off track, but they're all important considerations. Back to that initial conversation about getting that deposit for your home. I spoke in yesterday's session about ensuring that you uh, have a plan. And we actually, one of the keys that I, I think is fundamental is working out what your borrowing capacity is. In other words, looking at your current cash flow and working out what the maximum you can borrow without inconveniencing you too much, without placing you in hardship. Now, without putting you in hardship means, well, number one, can you afford to make the repayments on the loan, which is crucial. But the second thing is, how much of your lifestyle would you be willing to sacrifice for that loan? And this is an important conversation, which in many cases isn't actually discussed, and in many cases there isn't actually actually consideration. It's a, it's a very much something that needs to be made. Because if there is tight servicing or tight cash flow, the ca and then the broker, not an alpha broker, says, well, we'll just, you know, your future expenditure, we'll just make sure you don't spend money on this, this, and this. But the point being, if the person's already spending money on those things, there'd actually have to be some major changes in some in a lot of cases for them to change their spending habits. So what often happens, the picture of the past is actually repeated when they get the loans, they don't reduce those expenses and therefore the cash flow is stretched and they have major problems there. So what we would like to do is look at, work out what your comfort levels are, minimise the risk, look at and work out your borrowing capacity. In other words, how much, what loan, what's, what, what loan, but then more than that for your interest, what value property really does fit within your budget? Rather than trying to get a, find a property you like and trying to make it fit in your budget, let's get the budget first. So that way you can say, this is really good for the people listening who are first home buyers, because often, as I meant, I've mentioned before, they think, they go, well, I can't speak to you because I haven't found a property, I haven't done this yet. Well, how about you meet with uh, my team first and we can actually tell you what you can afford. So then you have a clear identifier of what you can, what offers you can put on the properties, and for a future session, well, even better, let's get, let's try and organise you a conditional pre-approval 
before you even go looking. So you've got some uh, power in the negotiations and purchasing power there as well. Now, one of the points that I'd like to raise, and I was mentioning slightly earlier, was how much money do you need? Or how much do you need to save to get the property? And we've worked from the position of, now we know what, you can, what your borrowing capacity is. And people go, yeah, I can borrow this amount of money, right? So what they automatically look at, and, and let's use the example of 400000 $400,000 property. Get quite a good house in South Australia for that amount. So you're looking at a $400,000 property. So what they do is they go, well, your borrowing capacity is $400,000. Excellent. Taking into consideration savings and other. So they go, excellent. Yeah, good. All right. So I'm going to look for a house that costs $400,000. That's actually incorrect. And they've got a 5% or 10% savings there as well. That's actually incorrect. You can borrow $400,000 which needs to include bank charges as well as government charges as well. The biggest of which is going to be stamp duty. So I'd like to, the question that I would like to, to talk to people about is the amount that we're actually focusing on you borrowing needs to include that. So it might actually in fact mean that you get, and I'm using round numbers, it could be a little bit more, 350, a 350 property to give enough boundaries for those additional fees charges. Like for example, and Revenue SA is the one who, who really, from the government department that manages these things, and manages stamp duty. Stamp duty is needed to be paid on the transfer of any property. So in other words, if you buy a property, it's getting the title selling transferred over, there will be stamp duty. So I'm gonna give you an, a, prop, a number on a $400,000 property. When I mentioned you think, oh, I can borrow 400,000, so therefore I should be able to get a, uh, I should be able to afford that. Well, you've actually, for a $400,000 property, you'd be looking at 16330 dollars in stamp duty on top of that. So in essence, you'd be needing a, a loan of 400,600, and that's not including some of the other fees and charges. Again, they're not gonna, not gonna be anywhere near that, but that needs to be consideration. So you'd be more likely looking at getting a property 350, 370, 380 max. And again, your borrowing capacity is the maximum. You don't necessarily wanna to go to the maximum, do you? The reason you don't wanna to go to the maximum is you want some buffers in place. Yes, there's borrowing margin buffers already involved in those calculations, but why not, if your maximum you could borrow is 400, and we've got these fees and charges, and what do we really wanna hit the maximum? Not always, why? We want to get you what you need, the property that you would like, and, and then get, secure the finance. But if we can get what you need for a lower price, that's great. So why not put in offers uh, lower than that? Uh, why not try and match, try and find similar properties with certain criteria at a lower price range as well? Uh, this can be really useful for you. So therefore, covering this and, and doing it, being on you can actually be on the front foot, knowing that you've come in to see me without any financial knowledge to begin with at all. Therefore, this is powerful, this is useful, and these things are needed considerations. Now, for you, you don't need to know what you can afford. 
You don't need to know how to save initially. These are teachable skills and as well as the education program and also the ongoing support that an Alpha Finance Solutions broker will provide for you can make sure that you're aware of the right budget, the budget that you need, including things like stamp duty and not just a deposit for the LVR or loan to value ratio, which I mentioned yesterday. So therefore you can make sure that you have all these things considered and you're not at a point when you meet with a conveyancer, and again, separate, separate training or doing conveyances, this shortfall. Where's that money coming from? Buffers are in place, you're all prepared, you're aware of what it is and, and how it works, and therefore the process can be smooth and you can be in the house sooner and make the repayments faster and own that property outright faster than ever. Now, I'm Jeremy Reynolds, and remember, I'm here to help, and what I'd like you to do, uh, make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That's Jeremy Reynolds Money Coach. If you search Jeremy Reynolds, it comes up quite easily. And make sure that you are putting a five-star review. Have a great day.